You're going where? You're doing what? Are you crazy, Aunt Tam? Make sure you subscribe. Hey, I'm Tamara, and welcome to Many Roads Traveled, the travel podcast that takes you all around the world on my overland trips that I've been doing over the last 30 years to 76 countries. So if you love travel and adventure, please subscribe. And of course, at the end of each episode, there is Tam's Top Tips, which is my up-to-date travel tips for that area. Okay, so buckle up, buttercup, and let's hit the road. Okay, hi there, Tamara here, and... It is time for episode number 63. Okay, and on today's episode, we are going to Flores and Tikal in Guatemala. And this will be my 72nd country that I've been to. So Tikal is basically, I think, the biggest or one of the biggest ancient Mayan cities uh, in the world. And it is huge. It's like 22,000 hectares. <laughs> and obviously it was, you know, it was very, very important to the Mayans back in the day and still is. So it dates back thousands of years old. And Flores is just, it's a small, cute little town, basically an island, not too far from Tikal. Okay, so picking up where we left off. It is day six on this trip, which I did in 2020, February 2020, so just before COVID lockdown. Thankfully, I got that trip in because I'd be going a little stir crazy now, that's for sure. So day six, I was in San Indicio, Belize, and was up early, had some breakfast, and then got a shared taxi to the border, but luckily they couldn't find any of the passengers, so I got the taxi to myself. <laughs> for like half the price. So that was all right. So it cost me about $2.50 to get to the border. When you're leaving the border in Belize to get into Guatemala, you have to pay a $20 exit fee to get your, I don't know, exit stamp, I guess. <laughs> That's definitely the land border. Most flights include that in your, you know, depending on what airline you're using. So double check that. Otherwise, make sure you have $20 US for your exit stamp. Okay, so then, yeah, just walked across the border. And when you do walk across the border into Guatemala, there's not a lot of signs. <laughs> so make sure you go to the left side. There's a building because you need to get your entry stamp for Guatemala in there. So don't forget to do that. Okay, then once you go into that building, get your stamp, then you basically walk over a bridge and uh, there's some traffic lights and you turn left and then there's a gas station. And that's where you wait to get the local buses to go pretty much anywhere, but especially to Flores, which is where I was going. So just waited for a little bit. I also changed some money at the border. So I had some Guatemalan quetzals, they're called. <laughs> Everyone just calls them keys. Yeah, and I managed to get the front seat in the minivan to go to Flores. Yeah, it was about a three-hour drive to get to Santa Helena, which is the closest town near Flores. So then once you get off of the van, you're just like inundated by hundreds of taxi drivers, tuk-tuk drivers, people trying to sell you like Tikal tours, all that jazz. One little tip, if you see a very well-dressed man, middle-aged, with a scar on his face, who is now, he's known 
as Scarface, <laughs> weirdly enough. Stay away from him. Big scammer. All I did, I just ignored everyone and just grabbed a tuk-tuk to get to to Florida, basically, which is kind of over a bridge. And it was, I think, five or ten uh, queues. And it was, at the time, it was seven queues to one U.S. dollar. And then when I got to Florida's, like I said, it's it's a sweet little town, you know, a lot of white buildings. And then I was my hotel was across the river, so you had to get a lancha, so a, a boat, to to get across the other side. Now, of course, I got ripped off the first time because they charged me ten Q. Now I paid thirty Q for the bus to go three or the van to go three hours. So I was like, okay. But, you know, you're learning as you go. So it should be 5Q. And now a quick sponsor break. Please, please, please never travel without travel insurance. Trust me, I learned once from the hard way and never again. <laughs> this is the travel insurance company that I use and they're awesome. They cover over 130 different countries. So go check them out. Manyroadstravel.com forward slash insurance, double L and traveled, and don't leave home without it, as the saying goes. <laughs> okay, now back to the show. And don't forget, please, please, please never travel without travel insurance. Trust me, I learned once from the hard way and never again. <laughs> this is the travel insurance company that I use, and they're awesome. They cover over 130 different countries. So go check them out. ManyRoadsTravel.com forward slash insurance, double L and traveled, and don't leave home without it, as the saying goes. <laughs> Not only is it great for you, but it also helps support the show. Thank you. And here's a little tip. Try and look for the moped lanches, because then it's only too cute to cross the rivers, you know. So, you know me, I'm all about the budget and saving me and you money <laughs> while traveling, because I always think... Well, you can do things cheaper. Why not? <laughs> okay, so then I got to my hotel, which is called the San Miguel Hostel. And it's a nice, big, bright yellow building right on the river. So you can see it from the other side. Yeah, really nice, nice family that runs it. And my room was a nice big room. And I had my own bathroom, although it was outside, but right, right next door to my hotel. And I was on the second floor. So they have these huge balconies with hammocks and just the most beautiful view. So I was like, this is perfect. And it was only $13 a night, <laughs> even better. <laughs> so I do recommend Hostel San Miguel in Flores. So kind of just checked out the hammock first things first. And then there are a few little restaurants and shops, you know, near the hotel. So I went and grabbed some lunch. And then there's a little shop there. So I grabbed a couple of beers and they're probably most famous brands called Gallo. So big bottles. Uh, so got a couple of bottles of those for, I don't know, a couple bucks. And then just went back to my hammock and chilled out, drank the beers. And then I just kind of stayed on that side as well for dinner. And then pretty much wrapped. That was kind of a wrap for the day. So the next day, day seven, I was like, okay. These are the things I need to accomplish today <laughs> on my checklist. First of all, get some money. Go find an ATM, get some money out. And number two was book my tour to Tikal. And number three was also book my bus to Lanquin, which was my next destination. And then obviously for checkout Florida's, the actual Florida's. So found out about the moped lancha there, which is like kind of around the corner from my moped or my hotel. So like I said, it's only 2Q. It's great. And then get to the sign. I I did have a rough guide 
Central American book, like on my Kindle, which is great. So they're saying, oh, go find Los Amigos Hostel because that's a popular tour, or popular hostel in Florida and they probably have the best deals on Tikal and bus journeys. So I tried to find it, could not find it for the life of me. I mean, Florida, it's like I walked around the whole island in 20 minutes. It's not very big. So I was in the middle of the island and kind of almost the highest peak, there's a nice old white cathedral. So I was just taking some photos and some videos and stuff like that. I did find the ATM credit. That was my first thing. So I found that, got money. So that was good. So as I was walking through floors and there was this one alleyway that was just so beautiful. It was just full of flowers, bright flowers. And it was really lovely. So I you know, did all my photos and things like that. And then trying to find this bloody Las Amigas hostel. I found one, like, why is there two hostels called that? Which wasn't the right one. So I'm still looking. And then I kind of get lost a little bit. And then this lady comes out of her store and she's like, you know, Ola, can I help you? And I was like, sure. She's like, don't worry, I have nothing to sell you. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I explained what I was trying to do. And she's like, oh, well, I actually work for, it's called Getaways Tours. I'm happy to help you book anything if you want, but honestly, don't worry. And she gave me directions to Los Migos and, I, and she was really nice and not salesy at all. So I ended up going in and because it was AC as well, because I said it's hot. And I had looked at a few other places, like how much their TCAL tours were and all that. Yeah, she's like, listen, I, I can, you can go 80Q without a guide or 100 with a guide. She's like, but it's probably better to get a guide. You know, they give you a bit of history and stuff like that. I was like, okay. And other places I was looking, it was 120 to 150. So hers was 100Q. So I was like, yep, let's book that. And then she said, okay, well, they leave either at 4.30 in the morning or... I think it's like nine she goes i'd highly recommend going at 4 30 because it's really really hot at tikal and very humid so you know the earlier you get there the better and it's less crowded because buses because you can go to tikal from belize as well or mexico so tour buses usually get there later she said so if you go at 4 30 you're going to get there right when the doors open at 6 a.m so i was like yep let's do that and I explained, well, I'm staying on the other side. Do you think I'll still be able to get a boat, you know, Lancia across? And she's like, well, let's call your hotel. She spoke to one of the family members in Spanish and explained everything. And they're like, yep, that's not a problem. So I'm like, awesome. She's like, oh, where are you going after here? And I said, oh, I'm going to Lanquin. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, if you, you know, if you want to book, buy your bus ticket for me, then we can do that too. And I was like, okay, sounds great. And I, and because you know, I have health problems. My knees are shot and all this stuff, right? I have a blood disease and cause pain and inflammation and lots of other great things. <laughs> so I always try and get the front seat because it's obviously easier on my knees. So I was like, is there any way I can book the front seat? Because these are more like minivans and they're more for tourists as well, especially going to like remote locations like Lanquin. Because if you did a public transport, it'd take you two days to get there. So <laughs> I was like, no. Let's just do this. Uh, she's like, okay. So she booked that and phoned the driver and said, you know, save the front seat for tomorrow. I was like, okay, awesome. You know, where are you going after Lanquin? I was like, I'm going to Antigua. And she's like, okay, well, do you want me to book that while we're on it? I was like, sure, go ahead. <laughs> so again, she's like, I'll try and get you the front seat. No promises. Cause I know the guy that's leaving, you know, from here. So, but she, so she did make a call and I've said to, to save it for you, but we'll see. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. So each bus journey was 125Q. And like I said, my TCAL was 100. 
so yeah, so there you go. She got 350 Q for me <laughs> for being nice and helpful. So yeah, I recommend her. She's called Libby and she's from Getaway Tours in Florida. So check her out. I've done everything I needed to do today, which was awesome as well. I didn't even find that bloody hostel that I wanted to. <laughs> oh, and she also gave me a coupon for a free shot at Sky Bar, which has the best views of the sunset in Florida. But uh, it was about three in the afternoon and it didn't, Sky Bar didn't open until five. So I was like, okay, I got a couple hours to kill. So I'll just, you know, walk around photos again. I went back to my favorite alley with all the flowers. And then I saw three American girls, you know, taking photos and they're trying to do selfies. So I just went, hey, do you want me to take your photo of all three of you? They're like, oh my God, that'd be so great. So I did that. And then I started chatting to them for ages. And they're like, well, what are you doing? I was like, well, I'm waiting for the sky bar to open to get my free shot. <laughs> and they're like, well, you know, do you want to come with us for a walk and we'll get a couple of drinks and go to the sky bar with you? I'm like, sounds awesome. So they're called Emily, Christina, and Sherry. And all three of them were, they lived in Guatemala City and have been teachers for seven months teaching English and were friends on Facebook and they are still doing that and still loving it. So that was cool. Uh, and we just hit it off really well. It was it was hilarious. So yeah, we went to this AC supermarket because it's like it's hot. So we could cool down a little bit, got a couple of drinks each. And yeah, just walked around the island, took photos, had a laugh. At one point I asked, because they had already been to Tikal, I think the day before, and Emily was like, oh my God, yeah, I, I did 22,000 steps on my app or whatever it is, but count your steps. And I was like, oh, wow, 22,000 steps. I was like, well, how many feet do you think are in a mile? And she was like, oh, I don't know. I guess it depends on how big the person's feet are. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, I laughed so hard. I was like, uh, I think a foot, 12 inches is pretty standard across the board. And she was like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah, then we ended up going to the Sky Bar, and we split a big, huge thing of shrimp ceviche, and then we got a pizza, and then it was also two-for-one happy hours for daiquiris, or sorry, it was mojitos. So we're like, yep, let's get some of that, those in. I got my free shot. And the, yeah, the view is absolutely stunning of the sunset, so definitely check out the Sky Bar. I just had a really good laugh. It was like I'd known them for ages. Uh, it was really cool. And then that whole bill... I think it was about 100 Q each. So Guatemala is definitely cheaper than Belize. That's for sure. So that wasn't too bad. And but of course, I get like slightly drunk, you know, the night before a big day. <laughs> I would have to get up at four in the morning and walk all day. One of my standard things, I think. So then they walked me to get to the lancha about nine o'clock or something. And the lancha had just pulled away. But Sherry speaks fluent Spanish. So she's yelling at them to like, stop, come back, come back, pick her up. So they did. <laughs> So that was cool. Anyways, gave all the girls a hug, had a great time with them. Go back to the hotel, just try to get to sleep as soon as possible. Because, yep, I was up at four in the morning. The papa of the hotel, like the owner, he took me over in his boat. And then you go for any of the tours, you just wait at it. There's a little sign right at the front. Uh, like when you come into Flores, it's called Love Penton. So it's a big sign. So you just go there and wait for your particular bus. So found my people, <laughs> got the front seat, uh, which was good as well because it's packed. So and then it's about 90 minute drive to Tikal. And we got there, like I said, just around 6 a.m. when it opened. We had to wait a few minutes. And then it's 150 Q entrance fee, which isn't included in your tours when you book those in Florida or anywhere else you book them. 
or if they are, make sure you ask about that. So it's an extra 150 to get in. Oh, they also told us, okay, two buses are going back at noon or 3 p.m. So get make sure you're on one of those. <laughs> Otherwise, you're here for the night. <laughs> like, okay, because I wanted to try and get the noon one back. Because, you know, we're there at 6 in the morning. I'm thinking six hours is plenty of time. Anyways, we walk in and, you know, it's a massive entrance. And as I said, Tikal's huge, 22,000 hectares. But even when you first come in, like there were spider monkeys and we saw toucan parrots and howler monkeys. It was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like we just come in and <laughs> already we're seeing animals, which is awesome. And then we met our guide and, you know, he's taking us along and telling us some history of Tikal and things like that. But he walks so fast. So I kept saying to him, like, can you just slow down a little bit? And he would for like two minutes and then just go back to his normal pace. So it wasn't that enjoyable for me, <laughs> but it was cool. I did learn some stuff. And then you come to kind of the first big squares, but there's two temples on either side. So it's like a big, yeah, like I said, it's a big square, but it's all grass, right? So the two temples, one's male and one's female. But when you stand in the middle, they're clap your hands. It makes this sound that actually sounds like the Quetel bird. That's like the national bird and what the money's named after in Guatemala. It's so cool. Like, it's really, really cool. And, there, and he explained, like, the male and female aspect of it. In the one temple, because I think in some of the temples, like, lots of people would be buried underneath, like, important people, right? But at this one temple, only one of the kings is buried there. And he was buried with, like, I can't remember how. 15 tons of jade or something like that, <laughs> or not 15 tons, but a lot of jade. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty interesting. Like only 15, like one five percent of the pyramids and the temples and things like that are uncovered, but you know, the government dug up. So 85% of Tikal is literally the nature has, has just, like Mother Nature has taken it back. So you'll see all these hills that are pyramid shaped, but they're underneath the dirt and the, the grass and everything. And of course, the jungle, like it's super jungly. And even at six in the morning, it was hot and humid. And of course, as the day went on, it just got hotter, more humid. Like I was sweating buckets. It was in the 40s plus Celsius easily. It was very, very, very hot and humid. So kind of the worst heat. <laughs> then we went up to the highest pyramid. So you have to climb up all these stairs. And I was just like, oh, my God. But I did it. And... Then you see like all the, you know, it's a beautiful view. You can see other pyramids and things like that. The one that you can see the best is, was actually in a Star Wars movie. It's one of the newer ones. Can't think of the name right now. Sorry. <laughs> but when I saw it, I recognized it from the movie. I think it might have been the second last Star Wars movie. Anyway, so yeah, the views were awesome. And I was very happy to get up there. And then kind of came down. Then we went to like the highest temple. But... Again, it was all these stairs and my knees were like not happy. So I was like, yeah, listen, I'm not going to climb up there <laughs> because I've just seen it from this other, from the highest pyramid. I don't need to climb the highest temple. And then I kind of said to the guide, listen, I'm going to go off on my own because the, like I said, it was too fast paced for me and I wasn't really enjoying it. I was more out of breath and just like, whoa. So stupidly though, here's a tip. Make sure you get a map <laughs> or at least take a photo of the big map sign like we at the entrance because otherwise you're gonna end up like me and lost in Tikal. 
great times. So I was trying to go to the main things to see. But I also know there's poisonous snakes in here, probably poisonous spiders. There are jaguars, but I knew I wouldn't see one of those, you know, in the daytime anyways. But when you hear howler monkeys, let me tell you, I thought raptors were coming out of the jungle. <laughs> this is what they sound like. half an hour when I was walking by myself didn't see anyone not out not a single person and there really needs to be more signs in Tico like saying you know where you're going and which direction or anything so hardly any signs I'm like I think I might be lost <laughs> in the jungle and then you, I start hearing these howler monkeys right I'm like oh my god but a little bit later on I met some other travelers they were telling me this story about friends of theirs were in Mexico and they're walking jungle somewhere and they didn't know about howler monkeys. They just started hearing that noise and they said they ran so fast to the entrance, <laughs> they didn't even stop. Which I'm not surprised because if you didn't know they were there, I mean, I knew they were there, but I didn't really know that they sounded like that because they sound massive and they're actually pretty small. They're not that much bigger than spider monkeys, to be honest. But the noise they make, it's incredible. Anyway, so I finally found the places I want to get to and, you know, just checked around and it's awesome. Like I said, it's so cool and the history there and you can kind of feel the, you know, the energy of the place. It's a very spiritual place and for Mayans especially, obviously, but it was really cool. I really enjoyed myself and then I got lost again. <laughs> I was lost for like an hour and like I said, you're just sweating buckets and I wanted to get that noon bus back, right? So I'm like, look at the time. I'm like, oh my God, it's 11 o'clock. I don't even know where the hell I am. There's no one even around to ask. Like, hey, any ideas where I might be or how the hell to get out of here? Because <laughs> I want to get back to that main square. Because then I know where the entrance is from there. So I figured out, finally found, like, uh, there is a couple of places where you can get refreshments in, in Tikal. Finally stumbled on one of those and kind of asked the lady who spoke a bit of English, like, like where the hell was I and how to get out <laughs> to this plaza. So she gave me directions. I'm like, okay, finally I'm on the right track. Get to the plaza. Realize it's like, I think it's like quarter to 12. Talk to another lady because she had a map of Tikal, like idiot I should have had myself. So she's like, oh, okay, this is where you're, well, I knew where I was, but she's like, I was like, how long do you think it might be? She's like, oh, I don't know. It's, probably 20 minutes, half an hour walk. So I'm like, great. So I'm booking it. I'm going as fast as I can, you know, leaving a trail of sweat behind me, a <laughs> river. <laughs> Finally get to the entrance and then I can't find my bus, like, because there's lots of them, right? I'm just like, oh my God. And then realize, like, I go into the main tourist information entrance and they're like, oh no, it's like 20 after 12, they left. They left already. I'm like, great. So now I got to wait till three o'clock, like three hours in this boiling heat I mean there is a restaurant at the entrance so I just kind of flop there but I thought I was going to pass out like I wanted to lay on the ground to be honest I couldn't even sit I was that tired and I, so I think I probably was dehydrated <laughs> for sure anyways I had something to eat there which you know a bit overpriced as you can imagine and then just chilled there and 
made sure I got to the bus at like 2.30. <laughs> you know, got my seat in the bus and then got back to Florida's around, you know, around 4.35 o'clock. I wanted to try these tacos at a place called Racy's, which is right on the, again, on the lakefront, or the, which were really good. And then, yeah, just coming out to back to the hotel, but got back to the hotel about 6.30 and it was hammock time. <laughs> It was a long day. Yeah, because I get up early in the morning to get to my next destination, Lanquin, which is a very long bus journey. So that was my time in Tikal and Flores. I highly recommend both of them. It was great. Really, really interesting. And just hearing those howler monkeys, honestly, was worthwhile. But Tikal was really, really cool. And like I said, I, I enjoyed Flores. You know, compared to my last trip in Series 1, the African trip, when it was just like, I winged it, I could stay however long I wanted places. This was like, I only had months, and I was on a tight schedule. So this was much more of a fast-tracking <laughs> trip around Central America. But I still got to do pretty much everything I wanted in that month. So far, so good with Guatemala. Like I said, I enjoyed Belize as well. I got to, to the last two episodes to hear about Belize. And now it's time for... Tam's top tips. So tip number one would be, yeah, go the 4.30 a.m. one at Tikal. Because otherwise, because I was there till 3. <laughs> it's so hot in the afternoon. So go the 4.30 a.m. one. That's from Florida's. Obviously, depending where you're going there from. Like I said, you can go from San Inicio in Belize or Mexico. And also, yeah, check out Libby at Getaway Tours. I know I'm not sponsored by them, but I did say... Because this trip was also research for me to do this podcast. So I asked lots of other travelers about, you know, do you think this is a good idea? Like taking people on my trips. And they're like, yeah, for sure. Shout out to Libby. I told her I would mention her. And don't forget, please, please, please never travel without travel insurance. Trust me, I learned once from the hard way and never again. (laughs) This is the travel insurance company that I use and they're awesome. They cover over 130 different countries. So go check them out. Manyroadstravel.com forward slash insurance, double L in travels, and don't leave home without it, as the saying goes. <laughs> Not only is it great for you, but it also helps support the show. Thank you. If you are staying across the river, like I, I really recommend San Miguel Hostel as well. Very cheap, uh, but really nice. Clean, nice family. And also the the nicest beach in the area is across the river. So it's about 20 minutes from that hotel. So you can either get there by boat from Maine Flores, you know, the main island. Okay, so yeah, use the moped lancha, the dock, whatever it is. So just ask any locals, moped lancha, and they'll show you. Because then it's only two, Q compared to five. So that was tip two. Tip three would be through Guatemala, I mostly use, like Belize, I use local transport. Guatemala, I pretty much use, like they're called the tourist vans because they're a lot faster, but also they usually pick you up from your hotel and drop you off at your hotel. And that kind of goes to my solo female trips. I found Guatemala super safe, really nice people. Like everywhere you go, you just get hola, 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 like hello from people just in the streets and everything. Just big smiles, waves, really, really lovely people. Absolutely love Guatemala, actually. Yeah, so I felt safe. And then it, especially if you use the, these tourist vans, you get store to door. So, and you're with other travelers. No problems with Guatemala. Okay, so that is a wrap for this episode. We will see you in the next one when we're going to Lanquin to see, oh my gosh, 
the most beautiful part of Central America, or one of them anyways. Absolutely beautiful. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a step along the way. And of course, you can always my website, manyroadstravel.com. And until then, save travels one road at a time. Which I realized I forgot to say that in my last episode. First time ever. <laughs> All right. Have yourself an awesome day. Catch you next time. Cheers. <laughs>